Now, hear me out here. What if you took manga and anime, but made them a video game? Why, the possibilities would be endless. Why haven't we been covering these from the start? And so, it's time for the 2023 edition of our annual rebrand April Fool's extravaganza, known as That Time I Started a Podcast to Read Trash Visual Novels with My Friends, and actually most of them were trash, but holy heck, these things are long. A.K.A. The Trash Visual Novel Friends Podcast, Episode 79. Remember 11, The Age of Trash Visual Novels. Today's episode sponsored by Ninbendo. You don't know what this is, because this is a one-off special for this year. It's where three people discuss one visual novel dissecting what's a good end, what's a bad end, and what's Sakura spirit. I am your forever host, Sean's Gate, joined by Mike Jokoi and Phil Garashi. How are you both on this day where you're definitely not dying? If, if we're actually discussing what's Sakura spirit, you're on your fucking own. I have no idea. That's Yeah, you do. That's the one Game Grumps did. Is, is it? Many years ago, yes. Oh, well, I don't remember that far back. That terrible, terribly bland generic VM. Because they've done a fair I few mean, over the years. Some of them are much funnier than others. Just saying, from what I've seen of it, I'd prefer that over what we did. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't. Cause uh, that one, no, because that one doesn't end. <laughs> some say they're still playing it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the OG Sakura game, which, yeah, Game Grumps did, and their playthrough was mildly famous, infamous of it. But yeah, it's spawned the whole oh, yes, those are trash Sakura franchise. There was some choice CG scenes right there. <laughs> yeah now you know how, how are you how are you both on this glorious april fools 2023 I'm... we've made it again uh, well it's april fools so i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> who's the real april fool here is it, <laughs> is it the boy in perfect health <laughs> or is it mike <laughs> oh no i am the boy in perfect health i swear oh, i got you again oh. <laughs> I, I did have a thought before we started recording this like it's it's pretty easy to just over time track my overall physical health with using these podcasts i mean it, i mean it, yeah because it's just a flat light at the bottom of shit <laughs> sure but it's like every so often i'm like i'm fine i'm fine and then i'm like nope dying it's like, and next week, I'm fine again. Like, oh, okay, cool. Try to think, is my goal for this episode to make Mike corpse and break enough so that he shits himself? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I hadn't done it before when doing this thing, it won't happen now. <laughs> Damn it. Too good. Too strong. Oh, dear. And what will probably be the only happy moment for Phil on the show. How are you, Phil, before we dive in? Oh, both of oh, you to assume just... that he's happy. <laughs> no, no, no. I assume this is his happiest moment of the show before we dive into what we did. That's not true. I'll be happy when it's over. Aww. Right at the end. <laughs> That's the spirit. So... Oh, you have spirits, Jordan. <laughs> I considered it, but I'm saving... Like, but I'll, I'll drink alcohol during the Trash-tacular free, which is uh, not that far off as we are in this not episode. Only a couple of months to go now, so... Good boy. The end is in sight. But before then, as I mentioned, yes, this is the April Fool special, our traditional rebrand. In 2021, we tackled the world of hentai and left that steamy mess. In 2022, we uh, surmised all anime with Sword Art Online by going never again. And now, now we've decided to tackle the world of visual novels. So are you kids ready to dive into this fresh hell? Oh my god, quit 
bugging me about that. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, the, I'll tell you right yeah. now. But the, the pun name, because I come up with alternate names for all my like save files and everything when I'm doing these sure. things. And uh, this one is just called Buggerfucker. <laughs> wow. That's an aggressive name right there. <laughs> Not inaccurate. Oh, dear. Right. Generally, at this point, I could do a brief description of what visual novels, I guess, are for people who aren't familiar. I'll go with the Wikipedia definition here. A visual novel, often abbreviated as VN, is a form of digital semi-interactive fiction. Visual novels are often associated with and used in the medium of video games, but are not always labelled as such themselves. They combine a textual narrative with static or animated illustrations and a varying degree of interactivity. The format is more rarely referred to as not no one calls it novel game Wikipedia, what you're on about. Dating <laughs> sim is probably the second most common name for them. Only if it's specifically a dating sim. Yeah, but because uh, a lot of the... A lot. The goal in a lot of VNs is uh, to fuck. So, if you're playing those particular kinds of VNs, yes. That which is, I would argue, a majority. It's certainly, if that gets localized. I can think of a <laughs> universal name for all of them, but it's probably not related to what you're reading right now. Well, charming. Yeah, you'll you'll quickly come to learn over this episode um, which one of us have played VNs and I don't mind them, and then which of us. Um, despises them with all their being. <laughs> then, uh, then which way around could it be? They're all garbage. <laughs> oh, man, no, trash. We call them trash. It's not the garbage visual level friends, Mike. Get it right. Trash. Uh, trash visual level friends. I, sure. Sure. <laughs> so, what visual novel have we picked to represent the entire genre? Well, oh boy. We decided to read Creature Romances Kokonoe Kokoro, or just Kokonoe Kokoro in Japan, which is a rom-com visual novel. This originally released way back on the 28th of September 2013, before its English release was on the 3rd of March 2018. Developed by Nostalgia, who've done, um, there's actually another Creature Romance game in the, sequ- in the series, but um, that's more focusing on guy love interests, whereas this one we're doing is uh, mostly about girl love interests. And then they also did uh, The Fireball Normal, Girls in Glasses, which has nothing to do with bugs, and some other bits and pieces. Uh, it's basically like a four-person circle. Why didn't we read that one, Sean? I don't know, Phil. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this has been licensed, as I mentioned then, so you can pick up the English release via Sekai Project. It's £2.49 on Steam regularly. The time recorded is on sale for under a quid, although that will have ended by the time this comes out. But yeah, if you wait for a sale, you can pick it up for under a quid. And it has a almighty rating of 4.81 out of 10 on the NDB. Generous. I will get to that. <laughs> so usually I throw to Phil to introduce it, but uh, who, who wants to... Do you, do you want to have, I was going to ask if Mike wants to have a swing at it, but I don't know if he's healthy enough to do this. <laughs> I mean, if you, could, if you just ask Phil what this no, is... No, because he'll might... say nothing happens, and that's not <laughs> answering the question. He'll probably just scream down the microphone at you. <laughs> Do you want to do the premise or shall I? <laughs> okay, no, I'll give, it, I'll give it a go. You got it, you got it. In this totally normal world, it seems that every single person in it, besides the protagonist, is some kind of monster creature, but somewhat anthropomorphized. And it's the story of the only human in this world, seemingly, and his will-they-won't-they relationship with... Coco, 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 something. 
it, the love interest that looks See the like the title a, of the game, Mike. Yeah, that. <laughs> who is a giant bug girl? Or say giant it's a grasshopper. Oh my god, bug, bug lady. See, I okay. You said grasshopper. I get that. I get it now. Honestly, thought it was a praying mantis. I mean, right. either or. I, I want to point on to that one, Mike, because sure. on Steam it's tagged with gore. Okay. So I was half expecting, because you know, looking at the picture, I was like, oh. She's probably a praying mantis. Mm-hmm. I was half expecting the ending going to be they fuck and then she does the praying mantis thing. That's exactly where I thought it was going. And honestly, it would have been better. Been better. <laughs> think, why would you tag it with gore? Um, <laughs> because of... The screen turns red ending. at the end of Bad Ends, but that's not really gore. That's just no, red now. That, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no blood. <laughs> implied gore, I guess. It's implied gore, sure. It, 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 describes, no it describes the gore in one of them. It, it Yeah, you it. get a line on that, I guess. And, it's uh, like, I have been stabbed and she Hilariously weird, bad, yeah, hilariously nonsense bad ends, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, hilariously nonsense disguise this whole fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so... No, my... not hilarious. Yeah, this is pretty Laugh much at, my main. This, this is pretty much my main gripe with the whole thing. Because yes, I was laughing at, not with. It's it's an intentionally stupid concept, right? Everyone in this world, including this guy's sister, is some kind of like monster creature. Like he's not even like the human family in this world of monsters. No, he's like it, literally everyone is some sort of monster creature, and that's normal, like completely normal. Like they don't even question it whatsoever. Yeah, the, I mean that's kind of one of the big things isn't it this is never addressed it's just absolutely not she's a grasshopper grasshopper and i I will say because i've actually read there are like one or two interviews you can read about this game that is a very deliberate choice like they deliberately omitted pretty much any line outside of lol her tits are big (laughs) but why Why? yeah but why (laughs) because from the developer's perspective it's all about like trying to tell a true romance story where looks don't matter and as such they never address looks that's no you know (laughs) yeah i i apart from you know like yeah i slap that ass etc giant boobies yes but yeah it it makes no like the closest you get is one bad end potentially if you really want a head candidate, could acknowledge the fact that they're bugs, but otherwise, no. <laughs> no, no. This this doesn't this doesn't even entertain the concept of addressing that. They're not even, they're not all bugs, to be fair. Like we keep saying this is like the bug. Okay, right. No, here we, no here's the thing. There's so there's five characters total. Total. I, I there are five existences. The protagonist, who's human, yes. Tokoro, yeah. the girlfriend who is a grasshopper. Not girlfriend, but yes. I mean by the end. Will they, won't they? Uh, yes, they will. Yes, they obviously will. <laughs> it's a visual level, of course they will. <laughs> Masato, who is the friend, and I have no fucking idea what bug they are. I don't think they're a bug. That's the thing, like, they're not all bugs. Weird demonic style bug. thing, yeah. Itsumi, yeah. who's a bat. Which is the sister. The sister, yeah. And then the teacher, who is a walking pile of shit with a mouth. I think he's supposed to be a worm or a maggot maybe uh, yeah i guess yeah, it kind of looks like um you saw the resident evil live action movies those uh nemesis in that oh i like can that. see that i can see that i don't know if that's what they're going for but that's kind of the vibe it gave me uh, that's it that's that's all the characters that's everyone and you you can 
nor two of them quite easily. Well, the teacher says about five lines throughout the entire thing. And That's mostly generous. it's just the poor guy doing his job while our lead character is a shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would also argue the little sister could just be full on removed and nothing is lost. I mean, I... No, she's no, the she's only... There. She is the one person who says the literally only joke in this entire thing that actually made me laugh a little bit. Oh. I can't remember which one that was. Go okay, so... Because the, the little sister character is like a bat. She's, she's a literal bat human. Yeah, and her sprite is always drawn like upside yeah, down. Yeah, as a result of that, it, it, her sprite is always upside down at the top of the screen because bats hang upside down. Ha ha, very funny. And bear in mind, they don't address the whole creature thing whatsoever, like we said before. So there's one scene where like she jumps up and down oh God, excitedly. Yes. Yeah. And so much so, she nearly hits the ceiling. She hits her head on the ceiling and stuns herself. But yeah, it's like, but that doesn't... But that, no. no yeah. <laughs> it's <just> stupid. <laughs> Absolutely stupid. And that's, that's this entire manga. And the annoying thing is, for me, and this really is the main problem with this, is that because they're completely unwilling to address this whole thing, they don't commit to the concept whatsoever. Like, they don't even try to do a thing where it's like, haha, isn't it funny that they are monster people and we don't address that fact? Here's the thing on that, Mike. I was, and this wasn't the case, but I was convinced at one point, because when you look on the releases for, like, on VNDB, there's, like, the original release in 2013, and then um, when Sakai did their release in 2018. And at one point, I was staring at it going, was this, like, a normal VN at first, and then it didn't, <laughs> sell at all so they swapped in some bugs totally believable you could swap yeah. all the sprites out for just humans and nothing would change Literally it would make nothing. more sense because there's also like some one of the pieces of promotional art has like a human version of the lead girl kokoro which you never see in game no because that she doesn't exist that's the thing i could totally believe like it was originally like a, or maybe it was like originally they made this visual novel they shipped it around and no one gave a shit because it's the blandest, most generic thing ever. <laughs> really and then is. they went, well, how the fuck are we going to sell this then? And they just swapped them all out for bugs. <laughs> just never like addressed other it. monsters, yes. Just based on like that um, promotional art splash screen type thing. Yeah. I, I was half expecting before I started it was going to be like, you know, you start and then it's like, oh, here's my childhood friend. She was cursed or something as a kid out. out and now she's a grasshopper and that was going to be no it's just oh it's not that clever no it, it... and that's really dumb <laughs> it, 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 yeah i'm not saying that was going to be a good thing i was <laughs> yeah. going to be like oh yes that explains <laughs> you, you were you were expecting logic for the reason why a human was in a world of critters and crawlies yeah no logic is involved in this really so now, this also raises the question yeah what do parents look like well, we don't know, because conveniently they're on holiday, so we no, never have to question genetics. Away on business. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, we, so we never, we never have to deal with genetics in this world. We never have to deal with the fact that he's completely normal human man, and his sister is... He's a, a bat. bat. And, a bat, and yeah. they all, and they eat just normal human food, they'll eat some, like, miso soup with some rice, and oh, why is the God, bat eating that? Food. Who knows? Just, I mean, that's because it's one of the generic things you'll do in the end. Like, oh, well, we've got to have, like, is she a good cook? And no, she right. explodes the that's, kitchen. That's fine, I guess. Like, I don't particularly care for the trope, but fine, whatever. You want to do that, do that. 
she literally blows up kitchens multiple times a day. <laughs> no, no, yeah. only once a day. That was one of the jokes. It was yeah. 30 times in a month. I've never blown one up sure. twice in one day. I mean, to exactly. be fair, the fact like that being like a Megas XR thing, just she always blows up the kitchen in the end. And it's fine the next day. I'm like, yeah, okay. This, yeah, it's it's just for me, though, it's like, sort of as Mike said, it's like 30 times in a month. At some point, you just go, you, you know what? No, you, you're banned. <laughs> That's one of the few comedic moments I'll give this. <laughs> See, I'm happy with the comedic moment, but it's yet another example of why they don't commit to the premise of it being clearly comedy slanted. Because they do this bit and they, first time, and then there's an explosion. Like, oh, they describe how she left a hole in the wall and stuff. And she's leaning through the wall saying, like, oh, no, this happened again. Like, yeah, that's fine. But then they abandon that entire idea of it being comedy-focused. And it just turns into them talking about fucking food again. They abandon loads of ideas. There's one bit early on where, because classic visual novel, they're perving on her, at the, the lead and the friend are perving on her at the swimming pool. And they mention, mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, she's really good at swimming. And she considered, like taking it up professionally or taking it to the next level. Never never mentioned again after that scene. Nope. Just, she wants to go to uni. That's it. The central conflict of this, if you can call it that, is... <laughs> the um, central conflict okay. is that he's a fucking moron. <laughs> it's that the main character, our protagonist, he wants to go to the same university that Ms. Bug Lady is going to, but he's dumb. So we okay. can't. I feel you're being generous with that. Sure. Because it's, he was kind of shoved into that decision in a way. Sure. He's like, oh man, I don't know what I want to do. And then I was like, you should go to Tokyo University with your childhood friend who clearly loves you. And he's like, oh no, but, I, but I'm a dumbass. I could never do that. I'm like, oh no, you just need to study. It's like, uh, mm. Phil, I'm going to take this to another level. As becomes apparent throughout the entire visual level, Ollie character Ichitaro has never made a choice for himself. Everything he does is because Kokoro and Masato or his sister like sideline him into it. Even yeah. his dream at the end of the visual novel, when you get the big climactic resolution, is just handed to him by his friend Masato. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, it's just like basically he gets pushed into studying to try and get into Tokyo University, even though he's saying to everyone, like, no, no, I'm 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 stupid, my grades are shit, there's no chance I'm getting into it. You know, Tokyo University is number one university in Japan, want to say, off the top of my head. I would assume so. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah that, it's that's not number one, one, it's like way up there. It's like the Oxford It's the one they always the use in like yeah. this if they want to say they're going to the top end uni. Yeah. Like it's implied you need a hella good grades to get in. So when he's saying, no, my grades are shit, and everyone's saying, Oh, it's fine. You've got six months to study. It's kind of like, mm, I mean, you could in theory, I guess, but because you don't, you only need to like pass the entrance exam. But yeah, uh, yeah, but, you know, if your grades are that bad, it's still like, like, I mean, you know, if that's what you want, go for it. But also temper your expectations. Just, he's he's just so like because they do a bit where like you get one of those classic. Fill in your future forms. Like, what are you planning to do? And yes, I get not everyone has a perfectly laid out plan of what they're going to do every step of their life at the age of 18. He's just so directionless. Like, totally. It's like, we even get a scene where he says, oh yeah, I used to just say I'll be a football player because that made parents and teachers happy. And it's like, 
Fuck it. Is there nothing? <laughs> Do you not have any kind of interest? Whatsoever? Now I have to make a decision. That's awful. <laughs> oh. I, can, I mean, that's his life. Oh, woe is me. I have to do something with my <laughs> existence. So the problem is, and excuse me while I spoil the entire plot of this visual novel. How could you? All two seconds of it. <laughs> so our protagonist decided to go to Tokyo University. Kokoro says, oh, I'll be your private tutor. So she's teaching him. And about two days later, he goes, no, I'm fucking dumb. This isn't working. And his best friend is like, why are you wasting her time? She can actually get in if she tries. She's struggling as well, but she's wasting her time teaching you. So he says, all right, fuck it. I'm just not going to bother then because clearly it's not going to happen. And then everyone fucking shits on him for it. Yep. Which leads to a conflict between uh, our main character and his friend, which is basically the end where he's got to make a decision where it's like, ah, oh, do, do I follow her to Tokyo even if it's not to Tokyo University because I love her or is she a friend or do I just fucking hate her? And Oh, that, that oh, yeah, there's there's one choice at the end of this visual novel, like you get. Uh, yeah, it's, you call it a choice, but... It, yes, it, it is a choice. It is technically a choice that does stop it from being a kinetic visual novel with no choices, but... uh. The, yeah, the two bad ends are just so laughably nonsense. Like, the one of them is so laugh... After, like, four days of, like, clearly he's into her, even if he's too stupid to realise it. And then the bad end is the, you just say out of nowhere, nah, she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> I hate that bitch. I believe the choice is quite literally, nah, I hate her. And then you start going on a huge it's rant. It's either, I'm a fucker, mid, or, like, eh, she's a friend, or, I hate her. <laughs> yeah, like which comes out of fucking nowhere, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> three choices: uh, love her, she's fine, hate her, literally going to go on a rant about how much I hate her, and shock the gasp, she was hiding in the background all along. And but, she only comes out and... but only for yeah, that only, one. Yeah, only only for the bad end. Yeah, <laughs> so she, she can out... be the one to kill him in she that bad end. Yeah, because two out of three endings, you get killed right there <laughs> I, I will say this about the bad end this is the one time where if you were giving this phenomenal benefit of the doubt you could reason that the moment he stops seeing her as a friend and all that and just starts seeing her as a monster she reverts to being a monster and just says kiki kiki ki and then yes yeah, stabs him through the heart but that's that's Callie a level Marvin. of benefit of a doubt i'm never giving this because it's shit yeah like, like <laughs> you've only just said that like and i've Sort of like, oh yeah, maybe that is what they're doing, but you have to give it such a wide berth to think that's what they're going for. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like, there, there is no concept of people turning into yeah. monsters as such. Like, they, they are just people who look like bugs. But I mean, at least at whatever. that end, you get something rather than on as my. If you dare to just see her as a friend, then you, you know, just get next stabbed. Yeah. Yep. Masato is hold <laughs> when you're making the decision. Masato is holding you up by the collar, by the lapel. Yeah, choking you lapel. by the scruff of your neck, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's like you're just like, no, no, she's just a friend, and he get he takes serious offense to that, and. Squeezes a bit too hard, apparently. <laughs> but the the other the other brilliant bit when you compare the ends is when you call her a bitch in the bad end, that you you die. But in the good end, Masato just calls her an ugly bitch, and that's fine. 
<laughs> well, is, is that even in the good end, or is that in the legal? No, that's in the good end. Oh, no, that's I think he end. says that before as well, earlier in the game. But said, like, it's that, notable, I, especially that he says it gets away with saying that in the good end. This is after you have the manly men fight scene because we've got right. to pray, we've got to lift every possible trope we can out of other things. It's so like I I don't know how they did it, but this thing is so fucking generic, which is surprising considering they're all monster people. It's like, I, the best thing I can think of, and granted, I'm not super into the whole visual novel space, so I don't really know a whole lot. The, the, no, really? I know, I know. I, I'm a really amateur visual novel reader. But Hatterful Boyfriend, right? Yeah. The pigeon one. The pigeon dating sim. That's the joke. They're all pigeons. Haha, ha, very funny. But they actually, from what I understand, they actually make comedy out of it, and they... They like they commit to their concept and stuff, and they use the fact that they're pigeons for laughs, and the pit they're using the fact that they're pigeons, and they're still acting like normal people for laughs, and that's the point of that thing. Whereas this is just they're monster people, and it makes no bearing on the plot whatsoever. What little plot you get, none whatsoever. I, I don't, I'll get it. I said earlier, you could literally just replace all the sprites with human sprites, and yeah. Nothing will change. Like, there are plenty, like, this is, like, the monster, I was going to say monster girl, but I'll be fair to this one, like, just monster visual novel and style things in general where they're non-human. Almost all of them will actually at least put some attempt to justify, like, why, why it is that way. Like, if you put, read, like, say, Monster Prom in the West, or if you yeah. read, like, Mon Musu, I think it is in Japan, they all, like, even if they're not, they're not going to explore, why is this world full of monsters? Instead of humans, they will at the very least be like, "Man, how does it work when a human and a monster do the deed?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do see how they kiss at one point, which was oh, <laughs> bad, yeah. Oh. Hey, you know what? I think that was the funny kind of weird. I, I... <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the lingering on it. That's funny. It's like, oh god, make it stop. So I played this several weeks ahead of these two just to make sure oh. they would be fine, like in case Mike wanted to stream it, for example. And yeah. I could tell when I got to that one, like, because there were, like, on the Steam page, it says, like, oh, no, there's, like, she's topless at one point. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's fine. Just generic. Oh, no, Kya. I'm covering myself. But then we got to that thing at the end, and I'm like, oh, that one will fuck uh, Phila. Uh, <laughs> there was two scenes. Actually making me shiver. Unique <laughs> scenes, unique screens that I, when I was looking at it, going, like, yep, that's Phil done for the day. <laughs> Wait, what was the other one? Because the rest of them were just... just when, okay, it's, yeah, it's the one when you first see her naked. Like, oh, when, when she's on the bed, bless you. Oh, just yeah. there, like, <laughs> bug boobies. No, that that one didn't bother me for the same reason. Sure, sure. That one bothered me, and I forget if this was before or after the swimming lesson. It's, yeah. Why does she have boobs? <laughs> why? 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 Well, they're still anthropomorphic at uh, monsters. Like, yeah, I get. Uh, no, I get that. I get the literal why. It's just, <laughs> just why though. <laughs> How are you gonna sell it to the people who self-insert themselves into fucking a grasshopper? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that lucrative market. <laughs> well, that's why he's not gonna voice. Because that's why you do that. I mean, in the nicest way, the voice acting was a bit shit. Well, there, there um, are two voice actors. One does the girls, one shocking. does the guys. And uh, yeah, they're just bland and generic. 
Which again, I'm not surprised. I wasn't expecting, you know, Oscar. No, no, like don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting like top tier voice acting or anything, but it really did just feel like someone was quite literally just reading a script. There was no emotion going on. There was no No, no, no. Um the little sister laughs a lot and that was like a lot. And that at least felt genuine. And you got to hear the traditional VN like when they kissed at the end, so you know. Uh, you yeah, that, that was not helpful. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress enough how like disturbing this image is. Oh, it'll be one of the promotional images for this show. Oh, this episode. Uh... <laughs> Just like, and the fact that it lingers on screen, like even if you're going through the text really fucking fast, it's there for a oh, while. Oh, fine. Oh, god. <laughs> you see that kind of shit. I actually kind of love about this because. They're willing to... That's it, leaning in for once. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, if they would leaned in properly the entire time, then this would actually, I dare say, be an enjoyable experience as someone who hates reading visual novels. <laughs> but no, they don't. It's just crap. And it's so short as well. And like, God, thank fuck it is. Don't, don't, I was about to say, don't be <laughs> lamenting that fact. No, but thank fuck it is that short. Like, there's a real chance that this podcast episode is longer than the visual novel oh, it will. well it'll depend on how long it takes you to play it like i know i'm the slow slowest of us all of us because i listen to all the four voice lines and i watch the credits and everything and sure did some testing on it but uh yeah it yeah uh, probably an hour it took me less than an hour and i'm not a fast reader these two went through it in sub hour yeah i think i was just over an hour and i'd finished so and yeah that was for all three and it was all I mean, three Yeah, endings. but I would argue that the bad endings only had like 30 seconds each. Yes, they do. If, if you... <laughs> if you skip the credits... If you, then... uh, you know, remember to save before the choice, you should do with all good VNs, oh. uh, as any experienced VN player will tell you. Yes. Yeah, you're only like a minute of playtime. I will point something out about that. How many uh, save you, slots? You picked up on this as well. This has 56 <laughs> save slots. How many times do they think someone's going to want to save this game? <laughs> It's an hour long. <laughs> there are so many weird quirks about the like the actual visual novel side of this visual. The UI stuff, yeah. As, they, as oh, Mike yeah. says, 56 save slots. Achievements are broken, hilariously. <laughs> it has trading cards attached to it, but you'll be done with the game before they, you get them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... And even when you beat it, like most visual novels will give you things like a CG gallery or scene select. Now nah, you don't get any of that. <laughs> Just loops you right back to the menu screen. Just takes you back I mean, to the start. There's what? Four CGs? Yeah, uh, I think it's seven. I did save literally every CG in my folder. For... Like, I, I wasn't counting or anything. There were more than... I thought there were five when I played it. They're actually seven. Yeah, here, here they are. And they're almost all preloaded onto day one. Can't think why. You've got one where you look at her down from your veranda. Yes. One uh, where you're running together to school. Uh, right, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, swimsuit one. Yeah, naked mm -hmm. on bed one. Yeah, walking into her, she's getting undressed for a shower one. Yeah, Masato choking you out at the choice. Oh yes, yeah. And then Phil's favorite one, the and hot the kissing one. one. Yeah, the kissy one. Yes. <laughs> and then you go. That's in, it. In the nicest way. You you've said exactly what those CGs are. Congrats, you. You don't need to read the visual novel anymore. That's 
genuinely. No, no, I've skipped that's... day two to four with that. And uh, no, day two to four. Hang on, let me let me find my notes. Um, the the entire visual really takes happens. place over the course of a week. I don't even know why they bother to date the days, which they do, because there's well, no even a week. It's five days. So, <laughs> no, no, it's five days, but they give real dates, and it takes place over the course of like seven. So I wasn't paying oh, attention okay. to the actual date. Me well, that's because it's irrelevant, specific... pretty much. Well, yeah. Outside of like ones at the weekend, so the so I out. sort of assumed that somewhere between days, and I am actually going to check my very brief notes here. Oh my god! Between days two and four, there might have been like a couple of weeks skipped. Or something. I don't. Know. I mean, that would have made sense, but uh, no. like, ah, yes, he's he's been getting tutored for a month, and he's figured out that he's still a dumbass. No, he gives up on tutoring within a week. Within two days, by the sounds of it. No, it's it's about five days, I think it is, real time. Oh, is there actually times? Basically, I think it is. I actually have the days written down here, because I actually did this for the the vain chads this came up. Day one is Tuesday, September 4th. Then day two is Wednesday. Day three is Sunday. And then day four, Monday. Day five, Tuesday. So, eight days total across the whole thing. Yeah. You don't even get scene select to pick the days, by the way. Just you not don't. that you really need one, because you can, if you just fast forward for it, you'll be there in about two seconds. But um, yeah. I genuinely think you'll get a much better experience with this. Well, if you don't play it, but if you have to play it, but if you say I'll do trash visual novel friends, yeah, I think you'd get a much better experience if you just looked at the the visuals and ignored the story entirely. Like, if you just look at the you, unique head canon, that there's more bug stuff in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if you just... Like, I think any story that you could put together in your own head would be better than the one we got here. And you could be a, the least imaginative person on the planet. I completely agree. There was, like... There was a Steam review of this which hypothesized that truly the human, Ichitaro, they were the real monster all along because of the events of this and how which they coast off of literally everyone else. I was like, yeah! That's a cool headcanon review of this that is far more believable than the actual shite plot. I mean, because that's another way the plot could have gone. It could have been like, he is the only human. He is the monster here. Yeah. No, no. No, no. The, the sad part no. is we could have read a cool visual novel that leans into some of these things, but one of these, like, sorry, I was outvoted, is what is what <laughs> you need to know, audience. I wanted to pick something into an entirely different visual novel, which we'll get to at the end of the show, but uh, no. Mike wanted bugs, and then Phil was like, well, if Mike wants bugs, I guess I'll vote bugs. So the reason, my reasoning for that was when you gave me the options, you described all the others, and they're like, oh, okay, that's a thing, that's a thing, that's probably bad, that's a thing. And then you described the bug people one. I was like, oh, that's got to be funny just because of the premise alone. <laughs> like, how do you fuck that up? I didn't think it'd be good, but I thought it'd at least be like, an entertaining read. I think we all thought at the very least it would acknowledge the premise. You know, I take back all the bad, all the bad things I said about Lone Life in Another World. Take them all back. That was fine. <laughs> it acknowledged the premise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would take most of the things we've read on this show over this. Mm, I'm not sure about that. It's not bad. It's just boring and there's nothing. There's like there really is nothing to this. It's bad through absence of anything. It's it's just cliche after cliche is yeah big issue for me. If like, you made the most bland, it's basically take the most bland ass generic romancy story you could come up with, 
And then pretty much every other manga or visual novel or anime or whatever will be like, right, now we add things onto this. Like, oh, the guy happens to be this. Oh, the girl happens to be that. And they're like, nah, ship it. We're like, but we haven't added anything. Nah, ship it. It's done. Yeah. Like, if they did literally anything with this premise, like anything with it, it would be a much, much better experience in total. But so normally no. you have with, like, say, key visual novel. Anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, anything. Normally you'll. Even if, for the most part, it is the most generic-ass thing, very slice-of-life-y type thing that might get, it's in, like, to-the-extreme slice-of-life, you you at least normally get, like, oh, actually, she's dying. I don't know. And there's a it's whole like, thing you, around you that. Twist. You play Little Busters, for example, you're like, oh, it's just, a, it's just a lovely little thing about a bunch of kids playing baseball, and then, no, as it turns out, half of them all either dying and or supernatural. Yeah, you... You know, normally there's something where you get to a point and it's like, oh, okay, here's what's actually really been going on. Whereas this just, no, they're just... It's like, if they did yeah. any any amount of leaning into the concept, like, literally, if you did the thing where both, at least both me and Phil, and probably Sean as well, thought this was going, which is the whole, when they finally kiss at the end, or fuck at the end, then she, like, kills him and eats his head or something like that. I know, I wasn't expecting anything like that. I, I thought... <laughs> It that would, would make quite... sense, like, and don't it would be wrong. funny, yeah. But... yeah we definitely see it coming, but it'd be like, Haha, I see what you did there. Like, modicum of respect. <laughs> it would have been funny, like, that That would have been the joke. It's like, haha, if he actually studied at school, he'd know what a fucking terrible idea this is. Yeah, like, that <laughs> would have been a great idea, but no, nah, they didn't want to. They just wanted to ship the most generic crap you can imagine, like, if you take the elements which seem to pop up in every single romance anime out there, just all of those, bundle them together, it's in here. The only difference, the only difference is the fact that they visually look fairly interesting because of the whole monster people angle. But without anything that's actually requiring you to be that in this world, What's the fucking point? And trust me, I know what the fucking point is. It's to hook in idiots like us, and me specifically, <laughs> who are like, oh, that's a bug people visual novel. That's likely to be hilarious and worth my time and money. It's hilarious. It's short. It's only like £2.50. Damn. Like, what could like, go yeah, wrong? Yeah, that, that could... Oh, that, like, even if it's really bad, it can't be a waste of money to buy this because look how oh, silly can. it's going to be yes yeah, um spoiler alert i i didn't pay for this no i i, I gifted it to you yeah i still got ripped off <laughs> <laughs> like, I was gonna say, like you'd have to pay me <laughs> it was so not worth it although i'll pay you i'm thinking about this we go. got got no, this through sure, steam what's what's the what's the time limit you need to refund something Two hours. Yes, you could. <laughs> you could technically refund if you don't do that. I don't actually. I don't know if don't, you can. Don't be that guy. Gifted. I won't be that guy. Oh, I don't I... think you can because it was a gift. So, yeah, I don't know about gifts. But... Oh, so you've just cursed me with this forever, then? <laughs> You're laughing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't by all right say I didn't laugh while reading it. No, I, no, I, I did. I got a few laughs, but not the way they wanted me to. A lot of the time, like because 
at first you're reading this and going this is fucking dumb and then you start laughing at how dumb it is because it's so not self-aware of how dumb it is like you get the feeling that whoever wrote this really thought they were writing some revolutionary shit like something that's cute adorable award-winning i, I don't me, if you read think the interview then you read the interview they had did with the developers and i don't think they think that they're writing like oscar worthy stuff but they do think that they're, they're like more art and auteur than it is in any way <laughs> Ugh. Like it's they really not. do think they're making a statement about how love is more than just visuals, and it's you've got to love what's truly inside, and that's why. But they don't even mark. do that. Like if well, that's what they were, if that's what they were going for, they would have to acknowledge that everyone looks like monsters. I, I agree. <laughs> in fact, I would what go so far as say if that's what they're trying to do, they would instead need to make her the only monster. <laughs> you mean, or have a competing interest who's an actual human, and then be like, "No, I well, choose her because." Uh, no, because I think in a world in which her appearance is normalized, it's not controversial at all to be like, "Well, I want to be with Bug Lady." I mean, from their perspective, Pretty yeah, he's lovely. just another weird-looking bug. Yeah, he's, he's the only human. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe she's the weird one for liking this squishy meatbag fellow. <laughs> Doesn't even have a thorax. <laughs> no, right? no, the weird one would be because predictably, because of the sister character, there is at least one small scene where they do some whole like, oh man, maybe, maybe Itsumi's also partly into him as well. And it's like, please, no, like at least with the grasshopper, there's <laughs> yeah, the do. grasshopper's anthropomorphic. The bat is just a bat. It's just a bat wearing bat a schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, like that is funny. That's the problem. Like they had. Such setup for actual decent comedy here, but they fucked it up. They fucked it up by just not giving a fuck. Like they didn't want it to be funny. They wanted it to be like super serious and have all these emotional themes going on. Then why did you make them a bug person? <laughs> why did you have any of this presented this way? Like you're clearly not trying to do a love means what it is on the inside because in this world they're a not addressing the fact that everyone's monsters and b even though they can't if you argue that they kind of do they say that she's really attractive <laughs> and they get on with each other and they've been friends forever and they're attracted to each other there's nothing to do with anything there's no lessons learned <laughs> That's that's the early right because right at the right at the very end of the good end you find out why she actually cares about her. It's like oh yeah, when when we were kids once you you defended me from people saying that I, I was ugly, and then that's it. I've loved you forever because fuck knows you've not done anything since. Nobody learns anything in this. There's no lesson, and the fact that apparently, according to you, the developers said there was it's about this about seeing feelings inside and stuff it i don't think it's that they think it was a lesson i think it's more that that was what they wanted to do they very deliberately that's wanted what to they avoid. were trying to convey i'm yeah. frankly insulted that they tried to do that <laughs> and this is how it turned out because i understand that the what you're saying is that they used the those visuals so we as the player slash reader can focus more on the emotions of the scene and within this world, it's, it's kind of irrelevant. It's meant to be completely irrelevant. So the, the lesson, as it were, 
is for us, the reader. But that doesn't mean anything if it doesn't affect anyone in the game. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. That's just reminded me. Why does this game open with a fucking Churchill quote? Oh, because it's going to be auteur art. Like it, and that's what art does, Phil. You open with a <laughs> quote from some famous figure. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> Literally, I compl- it, was, it wasn't until I did my second that this is why I did a second playthrough, even though Phil was like, "There's no point." I was like, "For shit like that, I'm like, oh yeah, it did open with a Churchill quote." <laughs> that, that was literally the first thing I wrote down as a note. Was just, "Why have we got a Churchill quote?" <laughs> it's not even like a relevant quote. I can't remember the exact quote. But I, I don't remember the quote. I just remember thinking, "Why?" <laughs> it had why? nothing to do with anything. They just wanted to be to feel smart. <laughs> yeah. Here is a guy people know. Let's quote him. <laughs> Some random fucking thing. He may as well have seen like said like, uh, "Where's the toilet? I got a shit." Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't look it up. For all I know, that is a made-up quote. It could be entirely made up. Like I don't, I don't care. It's not like it. it if it's got it not like it's got anything to do with anything, anything. in the thing. <laughs> random Churchill quote when you start the game. Yeah. Why is a Japanese person quoting Churchill? Now, in fairness, that could be the localization team choosing. It could, one. it could. You're <laughs> like right. The Jap- without knowing what the without knowing what the original one says, that could be yeah, Sekai no changing that rather than in Japan. It was like a, one of their presidents or something. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it actually made perfect sense in the original Japanese, but they're like none of these ignorant Westerners are going to understand a. All right, I'm not going to throw Sekai under the bus here. I think Sekai have done a perfectly solid job of, like, localising this. You know what? Part of me does wonder, like, have they just gone and done a full ghost stories? (laughs) No, no. This one, actually, if I remember correctly, took them years because they were having engine issues. How? Because visual novels have a, like, traditionally there's a lot of issues when you bring a Japanese visual novel over here. Like, a lot of them will have engine mismatch issues and everything, so... It takes a surprising amount of work. I'm going to go ahead and say it would have been faster just to make it from the ground up in that say. case. Probably. I, I think they rebuilt this in Unity. So Why? Why would you rebuild it in Unity? Because it works for what you need. Well, you're going to rebuild it in Unreal. Yeah, it'd be easier. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> Blueprint that shit. Get it done in like 10 minutes. No, no. Unity is the most popular one because it's generally the easiest for visual novels. Use yeah, called the uh, red pie or whatever it's called. Knock it out in thirty minutes. No, no. Unity is generally the one that most of them use for these kind of things. But uh, yeah, it, yeah. Just I mean, why bother with localizing this in the first place? I have no idea. I mean, I mean, there is also that. I mean, hopefully they've made their money back off of it. But... I mean, yeah. Hopefully, it didn't cost them a lot in the first place. It depends. Like some of the Edge Studios get very. Oh, yes, I'm imagine, aware. But... Imagine if this was the game that made you like lose your house or something. Because <laughs> that what? Like if you if you put like arm and all on. Oh, the, you mean as in like investing in it, right? I thought you meant yeah, buying yeah. it. I was like, who the fuck's losing their house over two pound fifty? It might be a really shit house. But, no, <laughs> it's a I cardboard mean, like, box on the street. <laughs> they invested like all of their money in this. Like, nah, we got to get it out to the west. That's where we'll make our big bucks. <laughs> you. Minutes later, like, oh no, we've made a horrible decision, and now my mortgage. I mean, is in gone. theory, like, uh, engine issues aside, it wouldn't because, like, a, I would assume a translator would bang this up in a day, and then at least the base script, and then flavor it up in like another day. So sure, they, it's probably. 
I get this is my assumption. This will be the part where Sekai like, oh no, that took us months. But um, <laughs> it's just like because there's not a huge amount of work outside of lo- engine localization that you need to do in this. And I can assume I can only assume engine localization is why some of the spike transitions are very weird, like horizontal stripes to swap a sprite. Yeah, weird. But well, all of the transitions are that. Like from scene to scene as well. I mean, specifically sprite, sprite to sprite. Usually, that like usually scene to scene will have like some kind of transition, some kind of like Star Wars esque screen wipe. But uh, no, sprite to sprite in this one is weird as well. They don't just replace like they would usually. I, just, I, I can't yeah, attest to that. I, yeah, I mean, you can't because you're not a visual novel. Yeah, you're not a visual VN junkie. But uh, <laughs> no, I tell I tell you the other weird thing that this visual novel has that most don't. Why is there an open data privacy settings button in the options? <laughs> it doesn't work for the record, so I've no idea what it does. But I'm like, what what data are you monitoring? I was about to say they've been That's him, officer! Data. That's the bug fucker right there, officer. <laughs> Get him. Have we just been bought into a crypto mining scam? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Well, you know what? Then I'd have more respect for this if it was actually the front for some kind of Oh, it's one of those like scams where like, well, they're not going to admit they're being scammed. Who'd admit to owning this? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, not you, kids, because you hid yourselves playing from this. I played this with pride. I did no such thing. You just didn't see it. I'm pretty sure Steam doesn't say you've played this. So. Uh, yeah, should do. Last I saw it, it didn't. But uh, it says you own it. It says he owns it because I gifted it to him. But yeah. Uh, I, I have played it. Clearly, I've played it. I so mean, no, I'm, I'm aware you've played it. It's more just you've, yeah, you've, uh, you've hidden it. <laughs> Not intentionally. I would wear my playing of this proudly, if anyone would care about that. Which is actually kind of funny. Like in, in my, on my Twitch stream, I say to people like the one kind of game that I just wouldn't give a shit about is visual novels. And so anyone who looks into this is like. Why have you played that one? <laughs> of all the visual novels you could have played. Fine, this will be out in a week or two. Uh, you can then finally say, oh, it was for this podcast and I'm never going back again. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I might, I might read it again, you know. It's, uh, it's pretty compelling stuff. If you want to do it on stream, go for it, buddy. I don't. <laughs> Fucking no. I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't that nude bed scene violate Twitch? No, I'm pretty... Well, that's the thing. When I went for it, I wanted to double chat, but I'm pretty sure all that's fine because you don't actually see the boobies. I mean, it is <laughs> fine, but, you know, some things are worth getting banned over. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. So, you know, it's, it's worth the risk. Just so as many people as possible can see the horrific <laughs> bug boobies So that kiss scene. <laughs> so you can spread the message that uh, love doesn't care if you're a bug person or not. I disagree that that was the message. I think no, 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 that was that was the message, Mike. Love doesn't care if you've got a thorax or antenna. <laughs> no, I disagree that that was the message. In fact, I don't think there was a message in this. As, I long, think as, they, as long as you've got wasn't. that grass hussy, then what does it matter? <laughs> I <laughs> think they shat this whole thing out. Could tell Phil's revolting. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather we played the sequel, Phil, where it's the opposite way around? It's an Atome. I'd rather just not. You know the really fucked up part about this whole thing is I enjoy Schadenfreude. Like this is very well established over the course of this podcast, and this this did nothing for me. <laughs> like it didn't. It was just like, 
oh, this is just kind of, eh, right? <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. It's not even, like, so bad it's good, you know? It's just crap. Uh, yeah, it's just vanilla to the point of non-existence. They didn't have a message. They realized the story was generic as hell, and they panicked. They made them bug people because <laughs> that's the only hook they had. And then when someone asked, why did you make them bug people? They couldn't say because nobody would buy it otherwise. So they came up with some bollocks about, oh, because the beauty's only skin deep, whatever the fuck there was. Absolute trash. Actually, no, I was about to say even the music's entirely bland. That's not true. I think the credit song's a banger, but uh, <laughs> that's... All the Didn't in-game music is just bland. I, <laughs> I don't blame. Didn't listen to the credits music. You missed out the fun part then, where uh, Yoshino Yoshiyuki has six roles in the credits, and I'm like, ah, I can tell who leads this circle and who did most of that. <laughs> so I turned the music down quite a bit, so I can't really comment on that. I mean, I listened to the music throughout, and I feel like, I mean, again, not a visual novel person, so I could be wrong about this, but I feel like if the music was doing its job, you wouldn't really notice it was there. I mean, you, I didn't. Yes, but I didn't for a while. And then I realized, hang on a minute, this, this scene has not been very long, but this music has somehow repeated like four times. <laughs> That's because I think there's, a, I didn't check because there's no worries. Again, another thing you don't get for completing this is like, we listen to the four songs in the soundtrack, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, they mostly just repeat ad nauseum. Yes, the ad nauseum very much so, because it was doing the thing where, you know the song that kids like to sing, I know a song that'll get on your nerves and just keeps <laughs> going? And like it just sort of grates at something primal within you, like, oh, I've got to kill that All guy. Right, I wasn't going that far. Christ. Oh, I did. This, the music annoyed the fuck out of me, because once I heard it, I couldn't unhear it. This is actually like a really big gripe I have with video games at the moment. And what was that? Fair, it's not necessarily specific to video games. It's just like, constantly reusing a track i i do know what you mean it's like uh i know old final fantasies get get flack for this it's like you start a fight and it does the immediate like crescendo in and then just starts the same song over and over and well, over I, no thing i don't mind that sort of thing too much just because that's very clearly like a battle right so you know if you're fine you've got a battle theme fine no Fine, fair enough. But it's like, I'm playing a game at the moment, and it has, I swear, it must have about three songs. But the problem is, they all have the exact same melody. They're just played on a different instrument. So they'll be like, oh, here's this sad moment, let's play the song, except it's with a guitar. And then it's like, oh, here's a slightly more cheerful one, let's play the exact same song, except it's on piano. Guys, just write another song yeah another song and this was square enix it's not like the short of money i mean i would say that generally that's because you want to have like a core thematic thing like final fantasies to use mike's example most of them have like a core like yeah final fantasy but, 13 has like a core theme that it uses and remixes throughout there, there are ways you can do it you can have les motifs as they call them like recurring little melodies you use here and there which are usually associated with characters Whereas this is, no, this is the exact same song, just on a different instrument. And the problem is, it's like, you, you hear a song once or twice, you're like, oh, that's, I don't recognise that. When you just start hearing it over and over, it's like, no. 
once you hear it, you can't unhear it. It's very yeah. much the issue I had with this, and it's like you keep hearing the same music, and it does change a few times throughout, but God, nowhere near enough, and the tracks are so short that you just hear like the same like turns in the music over and over and over. You're just going, God, I don't I... know. If it's under an hour, I don't think you can complain that it hasn't had enough. Music. You know what? You know what? You're absolutely right, and yet, and <laughs> yet. That's how much the music annoyed me in this. And the music's not even that obnoxious. The fact it's fully voiced for almost outside the protagonist, but the protagonist off, yeah. almost never voiced. For a fully voiced for like a VN this cheap is surprising. I maintain not not that surprising given the voice acting. I sure, but again, generally most of these skimp out on when you're like that low end on the budget scale, they skimp out on it. Like I'm pretty sure this was free in Japan, if I remember correctly. I feel like I, I feel we've been ripped off then. <laughs> oh, you've got to pay for the localization. Uh, mm, mm, I I question why this had to be localized. If I'm honest, <laughs> didn't have to like, be, but as proof, who, who at the Sekai Project was like, you know what we should do? A fucking bug VN. Hey, in their defense, we all played it. There's there's a load of monster visual levels that get localized. There, there is. Did they address the fact that everyone's Look, just because just because you can't get it up for a grasshopper doesn't mean that the rest of the world has to suffer, Phil. First of all, all you can't, is, <laughs> you can't assume mine or Phil's kinks. No, I can assume Phil's. You, you, you know what? You know what? I'll I'll save you the assumption. No, no. Um, I, that's the I, I know I'm not you down for the book. Oh, Mr. Vanilla over here. <laughs> Don't be uh, shaming vanilla like that. Vanilla's a great flavor. <laughs> don't don't be uh, besmirching the good name of vanilla by bringing it anywhere near this. Besmirching sounds like the sound effect you'd make when you fuck a bug person. Um, ah, yes, I was besmirching my fair lady earlier today. <laughs> yeah, you were. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is shit. <laughs> commentary or the game <laughs> both. why not both like, what? Uh, I, why? You know, I, hope, I hope our commentary is at least more entertaining than this game I mean it would it be, was to me it would be impressive if it wasn't honestly because this game was not very entertaining and I feel like we've it sounds like we've skimped on describing the plot that's what it sounds like no 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 I feel like no. we've described every single plot beat that happens in this at this point. They play house in town at one point. Oh, that's true. They do they that. They do a depressingly realistic... You know, to be fair, that is one of the few comedic moments where they do a depressingly realistic house thing of like, oh man, unlimited seaweed in your miso soup. And a whole egg as a topping. There you go. That's it. It's comedy. Done. Was that meant to be funny? I... Apparently. Um, it mean... wasn't meant to be funny. I... I got that did nothing for me. I mean, here, here you go. Here are my notes. Day one, a whole lot of nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just introducing your characters. I would say day one has the most stuff that happens, considering it's it, established. It does have the most stuff that happens in the sense that it has probably the most words. It's it, it's got to establish important things like the Glee character is a pervert and his friend is yeah, a pervert. Yes, it it has the let's go spy on her swimming thing because I do also have the note of why does she have breasts. <laughs> Uh, oh, and he's too busy fantasizing about fucking her. He didn't hear she's going to the bathroom so he can walk in on her getting changed. Because no, no one locks bathrooms in this. 
She no. doesn't lock it, and then he gets a nosebleed, and he goes to another bathroom, and then his sister barges in on him because, you know, again, no one locks a bathroom. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think that's unique to this. That's no, just that's, no, that's... nobody locks bathrooms in. Again, again it is another of the many cliches this pulls from. Day two is a whole lot of more nothing except the main character decides to go to Tokyo University. Decides, air quotes. Decides, air quotes, yes. Day three, more nothing. Except they have a date where they go around the shop. Sorry, date. Well, that's the, that's also the one time where you think, oh, maybe they're finally going to address it because there's one point where she's like, oh man, I'm going to buy this cicada alarm clock. And they're like, oh, is this it? Is this going to be yeah. where we where we start addressing the theme? Nah, just nope, no. Nope. Just going to say, and as Sean says, that's where they have their little role play, playing house. Day four, they have a falling out because he's realised he's a dumbass and can't get into Tokyo University. And then day five, you have the final confrontation between our main character and his friend. Oh, day five's a whole load of whiplash, where, like, after coming off of day four, where it's like, I hate you, blah, 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 backer, day five, literally, Wake greets him in his house, implied that she sees his wee-wee, then they just have a school day, and at the end it's like, oh, but it was weird that she was never around, and like, was she? And then, oh, then, then Masato called you out, and then, yeah, it's the final yeah, yeah, choice. Yeah, and then it's that... Like, what? Like... That final confrontation is the closest thing to anything compelling this thing has done. Oh, you mean you're telling me you didn't see, find seeing her in a swimsuit compelling, Phil? Not, not, not even remotely. Compelled <laughs> me to do something. <laughs> I uh, mean, no. apparently she has no. a smackable ass. No, apparently just, so, yeah. Like, there, there are some visual novels specifically designed about the horn, but this, no, no, nothing. <laughs> this, nothing. Like, this would honestly be better, again, if it was about that. Because then, at the you, very you least... You want the 18-plus version of this, do you, Mike? It would at least be funny. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be 18-plus. Like, like, if it's just about, like, like yeah, this horny just... guy who's horny for bug ladies, like, that's kind of funny. Like, you know what, he's just walking along and he sees a regular-ass grasshopper and he's like, oh, man, that's hot. You know, that's that's weird. What, if he's over like a regular normal size grass. Yeah, when you're saying weird. this isn't weird. <laughs> well, the thing is, Sean. At well, least she's got a rack in this one. <laughs> we can laugh at that though, Sean. We can be like, yeah, that's fucking weird. It's hilarious that he's thinking that because he's attracted to his grasshopper childhood friend person thing. Uh, just the scene at the end where it just cuts to the hospital. And he's just lying in bed, and there's a grasshopper on the window, and it's like, ah. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. I'd be like, he's you like, know what? wow, I took all the drugs. <laughs> you know what? I'd be like, you know what? It explains everything. I'll, yeah, uh, I'll, honestly. I'll take it. That's one of the worst things about this. is It's the fact that it just doesn't stick the landing at all. Like, it would be so easy to have a punchline at the end of this. Because it's like short enough that you think, yeah, this could have easily been a joke. But that would ruin the moral. There's no fucking moral in this. <laughs> so I mean, the thing is, like, the good ending of this is the whole idea is he says, oh, yes, I like her. So the whole point is, Masato's like, well, fine, just follow her to Tokyo. You don't have to go to Tokyo University. Go to a different ass university in Tokyo or just go to Tokyo. It's like, yeah, you know what? That's a perfectly fine thing, Masato. Why didn't you tell him to do that to begin with? Instead of saying go to Tokyo University. Because I'm pretty sure he was the one that started it all. Just like, uh... Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, the other bit is like, oh no, he's he's a great friend, and like, but also the uh, protagonist is like, oh, you should help me as well because you're a genius. Among these other tropes that have stacked on him, he's like, no, nah, I'm terrible at teaching. You're on your own. 
Like, wow. I mean, I think that, Thanks, friend. that one kind of, I kind of understand. Like, you can get smart people who just aren't good at teaching. It's more just that the, he's but, not even contemplating the idea of, you know, pitching in and trying to help this. I mean, okay. yes. I don't really and have then a it's problem. Like, but oh, you're dragging Kokoro down. It's like, well, you could fucking help. I generally don't have a problem with any one of the personality tropes in this. It's just that's all it is, and there's no, yep. there's no like playing with the story of it. It's just like here is my thing. Cool. That's the end of that. Pretty much. No commitment. No. Ironically, no commitment, considering that the whole thing's about two people committing. There's no be There's no playing with any of their themes. There's no jokes, really. I don't. There's no point. Is what it is. No point. Yeah. There's there's no point. So uh, on that cheery note, I remember saw that where we got really bad. This one, it can't even muster that up. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if this one you're ta- wrapping up talking points or not. I hear we've covered everything in my notes, Phil, so have that. So, you you brought up earlier how I chose them. Oh, right, yeah, so, I was going to segue to this in the post Kokonoe Kokoro segment, but you could say it now, go for it, we're getting near the end. So, the whole thing was, Sean was like, hey, here's these three visual novels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sean said, I don't care, pick what you want. I said, I don't particularly care, I don't want to do the bug one, because the just the art alone squeaked me. <laughs> and Mike was like, oh man, let's do the bug one. <laughs> and importantly, Sean attached rough playtimes to all of these. I uh, yes, yes. This was and the shortest one. Yes, I, I wanted to do uh Sayana Uta, which we'll discuss in a minute. But um because yes. that has some of the ideas of this, but does it so much better, like it's an actual good VN. But it's about four hours, I think, isn't it? Uh, it's like, like... I mean, for you kids, yeah, probably four hours because you speed run these faster than I do. So, yeah, but um, heaven forbid, bike play four hours. Yes, and that was sort of the Can crux. Of, me? That was the <laughs> crux of this here. I basically went, "We're going to struggle enough to get Mike to play a VN as is." <laughs> I will suffer for the supposed two hours at that. It's not art without suffering, Phil. Because as I said, all I was saying was, you kids brought this on yourself. I didn't pick this one. Like, I shortlisted I it. But I didn't pick it. I would have happily have chosen Sinota, or I think uh, Nekopara was the other one looking at God. Oh, God, I forgot that was in the shortlist. Yeah, we could have also been reading that, which is generic, but in a totally different way. I hate that I know this. Of course you know Nekopara. Nekopara's famous. Yeah, like it's the Lolly Cat Girls one, isn't it? Lolly Cat Cafe. Well, they're not all Lolly. I don't think they're Lollies in the first one, but yeah, Cat Cafe. Yeah. yeah. Would it have been better? I don't know. Would have been more torturous. You would have been probably more annoyed in some aspects, but you also, without having played it, I assume it has at least some direction. Like, I think there's a reason why they're cat girls in that one, as opposed to this, where they're bugs. Well, yeah, you'd assume that there was some reason in this, but there's the not... art looks better at the very least. Not that. Well, yeah, that's, that's saying Nick Power has like a professional artist attached to it. Yeah, the art's not terrible in what we got. In what we the sprites are it's not they're, good. they're bland, but you know, yeah, they for considering they're anthropomorphized bugs and other monsters, yeah, they're fine. They they look interesting at least. Like the scene when I think the first time I saw Kokoro get angry, so I turned red. I was like, "Whoa, that's that's mildly unsettling." I mean, 
all the backgrounds looked fairly dull. They looked like a standard visual. Oh, that was a random complaint I had at one point. I don't know why. Right. It's just really random. The, the one point at the end when he's running around town, there's a CG background of stairs, and it's only on there for three lines. And I'm like, why did you bother? Monster. Exactly. I word for it. It's like, I, I'm, I'm why did you influence a background for the sake of three lines? I, I don't think they created the background. Oh, I'm I assume sure they're all they're stock. stock. Yeah, like, they all appear to be just generic, bland stock stuff. It's also because, in the nicest way, backgrounds are done so much better than the sprite. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't mind the sprite art for this. It's bland, but it's fine. Yeah, bland but fine is the a background. Lot of just, yeah, yeah. Just bland but fine. Except it's fine feels too much of a compliment. But, uh, oh boy. Is there anything else anyone wants to discuss about Kokonoe Kokoro before we deliver our verdict, which will all no doubt be very positive? What are you talking about? We've been nothing but positive this entire episode. We've, we've been nothing. But, um, <laughs> that, that wasn't even a joke. That's, that's as non joke as all of this fucking thing is. <laughs> Yes. So in that case, usually when we're doing, when we are that other podcast that we sometimes are, Trash Manga Friends, I ask, would we read more? Would we buy it? Would we watch an adaptation? And would we recommend it? Uh, slightly different this time because it's a visual novel that we now all, whether we want to or not, own. So the questions three this time are, would we read more in this series? Bear in mind, there is a semi-sequel that shares, shares the friend character and is, as I said, the reverse. So it's a you play as a girl in a world of guy bugs and monsters. Is it worth the price, which is £2.50 uh, if it's at full price currently? And would you recommend this to others? Who wants to go first? I mean, my summing up is probably going to be the shortest. Then take it away, Mike. Fuck no. Anything else you'd like to add? Okay, so this is the April <laughs> Fool's episode. <laughs> and truly, I feel like the fool in this scenario because of like man it's i can't believe i wasted precious breath on this uh, you can't you can't be more annoyed with this than you were with sword art or did phil's pure rage at that carry you through the whole many hours of watching sword art you very very much so yes like i <laughs> i enjoy watching sword art online because of how dumb it is how bad the decision making involved is just a whole bunch of story stuff, which just is stupid in general. Like, that's actually a fun time for me. And the fact that it hurts Phil so much is, like, oh, icing on the cake. This I mean, is just so if, bland. If nothing else, Sword Art has good moments. It does, yep. It has interesting visuals. Good visuals, good sound. But this is just... Oh, it's just dull. Doesn't commit. Terrible ideas. Generic as shit, somehow, and doesn't do anything with its premise. It's just, it's just there. And I think I said earlier, I didn't get this. I didn't pay for this myself. I got it for free, and I still feel ripped off. Like, do, do not. I will not be. This has not convinced me to become a visual novel person, and I will not be investing further in any regard in this. And frankly. I don't suggest you, dear listener, do either. It's it's not even good in a fun way. It's just... Sorry, it's not even bad in a fun way. It's, it's just bad and boring. Apart from, like, if you get... If you think it's... 
the gross out moments, quote unquote, parts of growth fill out are funny. But then in that case, you just just look up the images online. I'm sure they exist out there somewhere. I can say, yeah, but they're, they're on the Steam community page. Yeah, like it's it's not it's not worth your time. Oh, they'll it's not be in the promotional images for this show. Yeah, like I will be showing you most of the CGs as part of that. <laughs> not worth your time, investment, emotional or financial. It's just not worth anything. So no, no, I, I will not be doing any of those things. And frankly, I'm happy to forget this thing exists. Oh man, that's reminding me of one last rant I had about, like, okay, not rant, but thing. It was like, most visual novels with CGs, you can press a button and it'll hide the text box so you can print screen the full CG or save however you save them. Can't do that in this. Couldn't hide the text box. Don't know if it's bound to a hotkey that I didn't figure out, but you couldn't even do that. So every, every CG has the text box at the bottom. You can't even... Can't even save your half-naked bug lady photos without text. If, if that happens to be your very specific fetish. If that happens to be your very specific fetish, and heaven forbid you, I, I don't know, Google this kind of stuff. Uh, not that there would be any website out there with porn on it of the 2D variety. No. No chance. That's illegal. I'm pretty sure it's not, but... <laughs> Depends how old they are, Phil. They're 18. No, I don't yeah, think you get that notice. You don't get an 18 notice at the start of this one. Like, they're, they're, they're in high school. They do so say I that. Did, I did look this up. At one point, it does say they're in grade 12. 12th grade, yeah. Which is 7 to 18 years old. I actually do think they say 18 at one point. Like, at least she's 18. I don't know about I do, Yeah, I've got a vague recollection. They say 18 the point is more, point. a lot of visual novels, and I can't think why, uh, open with a scene that goes all characters are portrayed are over 18 definitely yes <laughs> yes sorry fucking... oh that was it that was in this one as well not the 18 one but it was like oh any relation characters if there's any resemblance <laughs> to like yes. real people or fictional it's purely coincidental i'm like, like what the fuck are they meant to be looking like well, why you mean, did you put that in you mean like the bug people aren't based on real people <laughs> what no i mean that oh, one that they that did one, that like I agree. Completely unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary, but I get that one. That very much is a legal, no, no, we're not actually basing this on anyone. Don't come after us for another or wasted or comedic moment. That's, no, I'll that's give it that. I think that's funny. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's funny that they're like, oh, it's purely coincidental if they look like somebody who's real. Ah, oh, God. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll go next because I know Phil um, will unload at the end. So, oh. not unloading at anything this got. Yeah, the most surprising thing with this is how unsurprising a visual novel about bug people is. It's just so bland. It is so dull. There is so much you can do with the premise. Monster Mazume and Mon Muso Quest are examples from Japan. Monster Prom. Um, heck, the high. It's not out yet, but the highly promoted Goodbye Volcano High over here. Those all have monster characters as designs, and those are all infinitely more interesting than anything this does or says or is. It's just... It's bland to the point of absurdity. I mean, heck, I um, I told you about my headcat earlier where I envisioned that this was just a bland-ass visual novel that no one picked up, and then they went, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? Let's swap them all for bugs. That'll get them in. And that's more interesting than anything in this. The reading the interview where they're like, no, it's about a pure, it's it's about, you know, love is more than what you see. It's about the feelings inside. Like, that's, laughing at that's more interesting than anything this has to say. It's just, oh, God, I just, 
if you if this is the only visual novel you play, I'm so sorry. Visual novels are a great genre. There is so many brilliant things out there for well every type of story you could possibly want, and this just isn't. But this isn't this. This no, no. I I would not. I'm not going to read the sequel. Uh, is it worth two pound forty nine? No, it's not even worth the like sixty p or whatever it is currently in the sales. Like you should not. Don't buy this. Do do not. I would not recommend it. Just avoid this at all costs. It's just so, so bland. And you'll start. You'll go in. And you maybe you'll go through day one going, "Ha! Why are they, look at these idiots perving over a grasshopper in a swimsuit?" And then by the end, you'll be like, "Oh, that was that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just no. Just just no. It has next to no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And you should not. You should not." Phil, the the bug stan of the three of us. Yeah. Would you read the sequel? Well, semi sequel. Would you? Do you think it's worth however much you paid for it? Uh, would you? Would you recommend this to visual novel fans? Oh well, you see, you see, actually, if you read deeply, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ! I said it earlier. You'd have to pay me for this to be worth it, and even then, I'm not convinced. It'd have to be a sizable amount of money. And like, like I think said this when we did the sword art manga, the one that hurt your eyes. Yes, yeah, Episode fifty. The the god awful sword art online manga because it basically took anything that was good in the anime and just got rid of it. So it was just even worse. And I believe at that point I said, given the choice of watching the anime or reading the manga of Sword Art Online, I would choose reading the manga. Purely because the suffering is over, <laughs> and that's the only positive thing I can find with this visual novel. Is it's it's so short. The suffering is over so quick, and just just don't. Just it's not worth your time, your effort, your money. It's not worth anything. Go watch Paint Dry. I don't. <laughs> you'd, you'd probably be better for it. You you could. You could get all those thoughts in your head arranged, and it'd be magnificent. No, no, just don't. You don't want to go see talk to actual bugs. How am I supposed to jerk off the paint drying? Hey, if you find hey, a way. Hey, it's a blank canvas. It can be whatever you want, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be when I'm done. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh. Just like uh, there, there is nothing about this that is good. I feel calling it generic is generous. Like it, it almost feels like an abridged version of a generic visual novel because it is just that condensed down. It really is just cliche to cliche to cliche to oh we're finished. And it's like if you want generic, there's plenty of generic visual novels out there that are I mean, they're, they're generic, definitely, but they're probably gonna be better. Certainly more interesting to look at. <laughs> Which is one of this thing's biggest sins when you consider, you know, it's all about monster people and it's not even like that good to look at. Like yeah, like let's say I I wasn't that impressed with the sprite. Like yeah, that you can tell she's clearly a bug person, a grasshopper of some sort. You can tell the sister's a bat. I'd be impressed if you can tell the sister was a bat, to be fair. But I mean as you said, we don't we don't know 
what Masato, the friend character, is supposed to be. He's just a monster dude. Demon. Let's go with demon. Yeah, he's got some bony horns on his head. There might be some bug he's supposed to be. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't yeah. dislike his design. No, I don't dislike his design. But again, I don't think his design is a bug. But I also don't know what it's supposed to be. Like, maybe it is supposed to be some sort of demon. But the, again, it becomes a case of, well, why? And this has no interest in going there. And that is its biggest issue. It's just like, it, it just does nothing with its premise. And it's just not worth the time, the energy. It's just not worth it. Just, like I said, watch paint dry <laughs> for, for like 30 minutes to an hour. You'll, you'll be better for it. Well, after those uh, glowing praise and reviews from us, uh, there, there's your, there's our takeaways for this April Fool's thing. Um, no, not even as a joke. Don't do it. It's almost a shame that this won't be appearing in Trashtacular Tournament 3 because this is probably one of the shitter things we've read all year. <laughs> I would honestly say contender for worst. <laughs> like, I know, I know some of the stuff we've read, like, genuinely, I know it's not got some of the problematic things that what probably will be down there and getting that title have got, but even still, <laughs> like, ugh. It's definitely not in the middle of the chart, put it that way. It's definitely towards the bottom end, but I'd, I, even if this was eligible for the tournament, I don't think this would be win, like, Trashiest Manga Friends for year three. But, uh, yeah. Not it's far not, off. It's not even, like, it doesn't elicit emotion. <laughs> it's not even worth talking about a second time like i was trying to like i think at one point I was no i didn't bring this up or anything but was, like, at one point i was like stay up because obviously i made that other life comparison but also i was like man i feel like shikamori's got more going on and that's shikamori and that's <laughs> just the most probably the most vanilla thing we've covered up until now and this is somehow yeah. more vanilla even though they're bugs anyway let's uh let's turn this ship around so yeah, usually we cut to Mike at this point to uh, let him close out and promote himself, but we'll give him a little bit of a break for now because uh, while this visual novel is trash and has definitely lived up to the whole trash visual novel fence thing, there are cool visual novels out there and interesting things that me and Phil have played. So I thought for the end, we'll uh, briefly, and I don't mean briefly, we're not going to go into massive detail on any of these, uh, just talk about fun. Some of the fun visual novels we've played and the reason Mike's not in this chat is that, as he's made very clear, he doesn't fucking play them. So <laughs> he's disqualified from this. As, yay. Uh, yay. I mean, I, you know what? No, I should ask, out of context of fairness, are there visual novels you've played, Mike? Duh. No, there you go. I mean, you can think about it, and then I'll come back to you at the end. Okay, I'll I'll get all three brain cells on you, it. You'll think about it <laughs> while you try not to shit yourself, yes. So... I'll briefly go first because Phil just did his old tirade about this. Let him uh, chill off for a minute. So I've played a handful of visual novels over the years of the past about 10 years or so since I started getting into them. And uh, as has been made very clear, I am phenomenally slow at playing these. Some of these have taken me years to finish just because I barely play them. Like I'll play them for like half an hour to an hour at a time. So uh, once I've played, I've played a lot of the Grisaya games. So I've played the first one. Um, Grisaya no Kaijutsu, aka the Fruit of Grisaya, and Grisaya no Meikyu, aka the Labyrinth of Grisaya. Those are pretty good. A lot of comedy in there, especially if you like lewd hijinks and humor. There's a lot of that in there. Guy who is essentially spec ex-spec ops and stuff like that goes to a school for very special people who have been 
all have damaged childhoods in some way or another. And there's only six of them total at school, like him and the five other. All female, shot gasp. And yes, you do fuck them at the end. Well, how did you know? There's a lot going on there. Like there's a long ass common route, which kind of slowly like gives you hints at some of the girls' backstories. But it's basically then when you when you get into the character routes that you learn that there's a lot more going on than meets the eye. And it does have some genuinely shocking moments, revelations, and actual character depth, especially in that back half. So definitely worth it. But they are also quite damn long, so uh, probably not one to go for if you're after something a bit quicker. Uh, other stuff I have played. Uh, I have played Planetarian, which was in the long list for this sh- this episode, which I believe is key off the top of my head. It's nice. It's cutesy. It's relatively short. It does more with its premise than this than Kokonoi Kokoro did by a mile, but it is also kind of so post-apocalyptic guy scavenging, walks into a town, goes to the scavenging and goes to the Planetarian, discovers oh shit, the uh, the AI that runs this place, the um, android robot cyborg whatever is still alive and so ends up spending some time there and heart the game is like is is she sentient is there personality there or is she actually just a robot ai just going through its script and that's half of the premise of that and it's as i say it's nice it's relatively short it's a good beginner one if you are interested in the scene done by key who are one of the most famous developers in the scene i didn't think it was brilliant but it's 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 nice i'd say it's a very beginner friendly visual novel and under 10 hours so is Sayanuta, which was the one I really wanted to do for this show, which is leans a lot more into it because it's a guy who um, can pretty much has like an accident at some, I think when he's like 15 or 16. And so as such, pretty much sees the entire world in putrid shit colors. So it, it sees all his friends as just walking sacks of flesh. Everything about him is like distorted. So like can still talk with them and converse with them, but everything in his life is just horrifically distorted. And then one day when he's a, in the hospital just meets this nice little girl who just hangs out with him and it's like it's the first human style thing he's seen in a long ass time and so the friendship between them and you can probably figure out what she actually is based off of that description but it's about their friendship and how and you learn a bit more about why he sees the world the way he is and why what she is and it's partially horror like i don't think it's overly horrific it's more grotesque than it is horror but it is uh an intriguing experience that I enjoyed doing, and it was one that I feel that lives up to its premise more than, say, this one, Kokonoi Kokoro did. So um, if you don't mind doing horror and if you don't mind a bit of grotesquity, definitely worth checking out. Uh, I believe that's done by Jast. You can pick that up from them. And then there's a few other little bits and pieces that I've played over the years. Like I'm currently playing through Alcana, which is a sports-ish visual level where they play a sport where they basically have flying shoes and try and score points by going around and tagging each other and it's it's nice but uh again more for the cutesy characters and anything played a bit of himawari which i'll get back to at some point which is kind of sci-fi light although also has a very annoying bit where the protagonist has amnesia because of course he does can't remember anything from more than two years ago and as such doesn't explore half the rooms in his fucking house for no reason couldn't tell you why just like that's a room and then just walks by it it's like but Go in there. Well, you know, when he does eventually go in there, holy shit, plot happens. There's actually got some nice characters in it as well, just uh, bounced off it at the time. And then this other visual novel that I've apparently played called Miller's Night of Anal Tyranny. Don't know what that's about. No, <laughs> sir, really. <laughs> Man. Wait, okay. wait, I'm suddenly paying attention again. What? No, that's, that's the end of my segment. Like, so there is, you go. is it legitimately what it sounds like? 
No, you you'd think that would be more about the butt stuff, but no, surprisingly, not really. It's just it is a nukigi, and for people who don't know what nukigis are, they are just like how you watch porn for the plot. That's that's it's yeah, it's it's porn with about ten lines of dialogue between each porn scene. Now, I'm not I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna have you ragging on porn plots because some of them are incredible. Sure, but I, I assure you that one wasn't. It was just okay. Fair enough. Just. And now we're at this sex scene, 10 lines later. Now we're at this sex scene. Like, okay, cool. Got it. Oh, I was horny. I was horny. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm... What? No. <laughs> no. 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 You're telling me. According to this list, I played Sakura Swim Club. So apparently I must have been horny for that one as well. But I don't remember that. So Tell uh, me something that has the word anal tyranny in it has porn. <laughs> <laughs> but surprisingly not much anal <laughs> but it's I the tyranny like part <laughs> <laughs> oh god but uh yeah basically yeah those yeah Grisaya is fun uh, Planetarian's alright uh, Sayonara is cool if you like grotesque stuff but yeah visual novels are cool and I will now throw to Phil to discuss what he's played Type Moon oh, <laughs> not all the Type Moon I've not actually played all of the Type Moon stuff Type Moon we talking about anal ty- tyranny again <laughs> Uh, oh, hmm. funny you meant that. <laughs> no, say, big one for me is anything that is in the Fate franchise by Type Moon. So Fate Stay Night, Hollow Ataraxia are the two big ones. And then you have large asterisks next to the visual novel part of anything else because they're more game with lots of story rather than visual novels as such. I didn't I didn't mention it, but I suppose technically they're not explicitly visual novels, but I know we both play, for example, Fate Fate Grand Order and that. Fate Grand Order <laughs> Yeah, well Fate Grand Order, I'm pretty sure it's been a long time since I read this. That uh Nasu, the main writer of Type Moon and thus the Fate franchise, has basically described Grand Order as a visual novel with a little bit of gameplay in between story, which is yeah, that that is it. Especially when you see how long it gets later on, that tracks. Actually, there's something really interesting I read when I was checking something for this. The English translation for Fate Stay Night, which is the first visual novel in the Fate series, was about 80% longer than Lord of the Rings. Just to, you know, put that one in perspective. That, that, that tra- like, really good. <laughs> like, the, the translation jobs for some of visual novels, like, Rants is not a series I've played, but especially I know from um, Steiner, who's like the lead translator for it. Fucking massive character counts. This, yeah, this thing I do, I do know. Um, Stay Night is it's not the longest, but it is one of the longest visual novels. Yeah, like it's it's something like third or fifth. Like it, it's up there in terms of word count or count or however they've chosen to do it, and. Um, it is like a really good example of all your stereotypical visual novel mechanics. It's got multiple endings. It has around 30 bad endings and five normal, good, true endings, depending on what it is. Split across three routes, which usually have different heroines. And it's got choices all throughout, some of which are very clear on what they're doing, some of which will change, like... Um, hidden values behind the scenes of affection that like you might have in like a dating sim so it might not be relevant until way down the line when it checks what your value you've got it's 
side on or you're going on the bad end now. Which can be frustrating, but is something you learn if you do play a lot of visual novels. Save before every choice, because choices usually matter. Aside from all the fate stuff, I've done World's End Economica Volume 1, which is about a guy on... Oh god, this is going back, testing my memory. A guy on Mars... I'm going to say Mars. Trying to break into the stock market effect. I say break in, like, not literally break in. Get, get into the stock market scene. And at the orphanage he lives at, a new girl comes along who is a mathematical genius and goes from there. If I remember correctly, that's from the uh, Spice and Wolf author, right? Yes. If that helps. If, like, in the same way that had economic yeah. elements to it, so does. Yes. And Spice and yeah. World and Economica. Yeah. I believe as well that's also getting an animation TM. And I believe the translation for that was also Sekai Project, though in the nicest way, if you're playing a visual novel, it's probably Sekai Project. The, the, the main visual novel players, you've got Manga Gamer, who do a lot more of the porny stuff and have a, like a long-standing agreement with Alice Soft, if you're into their stuff. Jast, who do were one of the bigger players, less so nowadays, and Sekai's the other major one, although they've also done a lot less as of late. Mm. Apart from that, I've apparently played one called Little Witch Romanesque, Edito Regia, however you pronounce that. Which oh, that's is... lollies. I remember that. Uh, yes, probably. <laughs> I got it on Steam. It's fine. It's all... Oh, it'll be the all-ages version. You'll be it's, fine. It's the all-ages version, which is you are the teacher of two apprentice witches, magicians, uh, and has more gameplay elements to it. So, like, kind of like uh, traditional dating sims, you kind of get to points throughout the day and you've got to decide what you want to do, where you want to go kind of thing. And that might be teaching them a lesson, which lets them potentially learn new spells, which might influence what you can do on later days, things like that. And you've just got like little mini-gamey type mechanics involved in that, from what I remember. And then uh, this might be one where Sean argues, no, it's not a visual novel, which... Fair. No, don't worry, I'm not VNDB, don't worry, I'm not going to get up to you about. <laughs> There's also... Tears to Tiara, which is by Leaf, um, who are known for the Tahar series, I think it's the big one. White Album as well, I think. Oh, don't. Please, one day that'll get localised. One day. <laughs> Please, I, w- I want to play White Album too. Please localise it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it has a, it leans quite heavily into tactical RPG elements. So, Somehow, Sean was saying his wonderful anal tyranny would, you know, have ten lines of dialogue and then pawn. This would have your nice little story section, and then you'd go out and have a fight, which is full-blown gameplay. And that's pretty good. It's sort of about one of the characters is kidnapped in an attempt to bring back the Demon King, who turns out is a pretty chill guy. And maybe not all that Demon Kingy funnily enough. And it's all about you learning about his backstory, why history thinks of him the way he is, and actually, what is he if not the Demon King? And, you know, depending on which version you play, fucking. And I think that's it for me. I don't really remember any others. Nothing else on Steam anyway. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, 
yeah, so if you want to uh, chat to us more about the old visual novels, then feel free. I'm at Slazer King on Twitter, and Phil is at Fanatskian on Twitter, where you can ask him, like, oh, what's better, Fate Zero or Stay Night? And he'll just go, uh, and there you go. That's no, I won't. I'll say Stay Night. Oh, he's taking a stance. I'd um, like to... Yes, this is actually a controversial stance, apparently. It's because Zero's by Butch Jen, and... It, it is. I don't care. Wow, there you go. And then last but not least, I gave him some time to think. Mike. Yes. Did, did have you VN? Do you VN? Did you VN? So I as I was thinking about this, I don't think I've ever really played any visual novels on my own, because they just don't appeal to me. But I have watched other people play through visual yeah, novels. Yeah, that doesn't count. So I'm and I'm gonna case, throw no. one out here for you, Mike. Which yes. I didn't include in my list because, again, I feel like Sean would argue otherwise. Okay. But uh, Needy Streamer Overload. Is that a visual novel? I I wouldn't say that is. But... If that counts, then I I've mean, done it that. is it is labelled visual novel on just about everything. But I get why Phil's saying that. It's though. it's certainly not a traditional visual novel in any case. Uh, it comes up on VNDB, so shut up me. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Mike. Uh, You've played a visual novel. In that case, I've played that one. But you didn't get all the endings, so it doesn't really count. Like, <laughs> got most of the endings. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh. There's about 30 endings to that. Oh, in that case, no, I definitely didn't. Uh, you, you got about five, I want to say. I guess the question then is, Mike, and this includes like more English-style stuff, so you can have stuff like Valhalla, uh, Coffee Talk, and other things like that. Would you be interested in playing a good visual novel? Like, not Kokonoe, Kokoro 2, obviously, but... If someone said this visual novel's a banger, you've got to play it. Would you play it, even though it's a visual novel and you hate visual novels? I mean, maybe. Like they would have to make a good case for it. Would you play the Colonel Sanders visual novel? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, why even? Bother? Would you play Hatterful Boyfriend that you yourself brought up in this episode? Maybe, maybe. Apparently, according to my Steam list, uh, Persona Four Golden—that's a visual novel. No. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's this, is. this is where Sean's drawing the line. Like, I feel there's definitely <laughs> an argument for the Persona game, but look, I, I don't. I feel if you go down that path, you can start arguing that half of JRPGs are visual novels, and that's a distinction it's, it's, I'm trying to make. <laughs> yes, I understand that's a distinction you're trying to make, but given the sheer word count of some of the Persona games, like the that the Persona dancing games are more visual novel than the mainline ones, because that's fucking walls of text for then a three minute dance sequence. Jesus Christ, Persona 4 Dancing All Night was so cack in plot. This is The Police. That's another one I've played. I don't know if that counts as a visual novel. Probably not. Oxenfree? A visual novel? I no, would not, not say Oxenfree is a visual novel. Nah, definitely not. Well, close us out then, Mike. If they want to go check you out playing games that aren't visual novels, where can they do that? They can do that on twitch.tv slash brzekr. B-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And I'm not, I guess I'm not against playing a visual novel at some point. I mean, if you cash it in, you'll have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we can't Mike to play Anal Tyranny. <laughs> Unfortunately, that one I can't do because violates that Twitch's one would TOS. Get you, yeah, that one, there is no all ages. <laughs> uh, just like, right before the sex starts, just switch to a different scene. <laughs> so you don't... Play a dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you can find me on Twitter. YouTube, etc. All the places you expect to find a person such as myself. 
And you can also find him now if you go watch the VODs for uh, the most recent Indie Fun, where Mike ran True. Inscription. That one game that I speedrun, yes. You speedrun two games. Technically, yes. Is only Cans a visual novel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got about as much gameplay as one. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Yes, you can uh, check Mike out at Bezekra. It is a good time. But that does mean that it is time for us to call time on visual novels. Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> back, back to the land of trash manga in our next episode, friends. So, as I promised and as mentioned last time, I've picked out another series that's getting adapted for the spring anime season. The female-led, idol-starring, award-winning, isekai not isekai, Oshi no Ko. And that will be going live in our usual time slot of Thursday 8am on April 13th. Let's say this one just airs out of order because it's a April Fool special. But as I say, back to back to Fortnite. The episodes Thursday mornings 8 a.m. So thank you very much for listening. Take care. Choose good routes, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>